Podcast Ministry of Colton Lutheran Parish, and today we're going to be talking about the upcoming gospel text for this Sunday, which is Luke chapter 6, verses 20 through 31, otherwise known as the Sermon on the Plain in the Gospel of Luke, similar to the Sermon on the Mount, which we find in the Gospel of Matthew. But here we have an addition of Sometimes what has been called the Beatitudes or the blessings and the woes that are Jesus uses to describe how God's kingdom works or how God's what God's community looks like. So it's important in this to be able to look at context and see where Jesus is at. And Jesus You can tell by just being the sixth chapter of Luke that Jesus is just starting out his ministry, and Jesus has just called his 12 disciples, and now he begins his ministry by by teaching. And in this, he describes how God's kingdom works, and he gives some instructions on how to interact with those they will encounter, which comes later in the last few verses of this little section of the gospel. They are basically, if I were to sum them up, they'd be love your enemies and do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Now, if we look at these descriptions, really, of of blessings and woe, Jesus is describing how the kingdom of God looks. And it's not what people would necessarily consider to be what their current living um, conditions are in the Gospel of Luke. So it's a great reversal, really, for those who are hungry or mourning or excluded will be blessed. And those who are rich or satisfied and the joyful and even the honored are have this description of woe. And some of this kind of alludes to Mary's song, which we usually hear during the upcoming season of Advent, which really isn't that far away. If we think about it, yikes. As it gets colder in the in our region, we start to, up here in the upper Midwest, we start to turn our attentions towards that season. And we can lament that it's not quite Thanksgiving. And, but... For most folks, it, it seems like, you know, the harvest is complete around here. There's, you know, there's a few people that around that haven't quite gotten into their fields and things. But for the most part, the, what has been grown in the spring has been picked up and taken. And, and the harvest is, is pretty, pretty well complete. So we're looking towards that season. And how Mary describes how there's this great reversal that happens. And Jesus echoes that here in his Sermon on the Plain in Luke. 
we see this great contrast between the rich and the poor. It's very evident. There's blessings for one and woe for the other. There's blessings for the hungry, for the mourning, for those that are hated, and for those that are excluded. And so for the people in Palestine at this time, this this would be good news. Because 90% of the world at that time in that region lived on subsistence. They needed, a lot of times they'd be going hungry. Life was fairly short and chaotic and unpredictable, so there'd be a lot of mourning. Neighbors probably didn't get along very well back then. I mean, I'm just taking a guess, but... You know, there's some competition for resources and things, and so that would happen. And then we have the excluded, those people who would be even on the outside, no matter what it was, whether they were excluded from the temple, whether they are excluded from the community. I think of things like orphans and widows and people who are sick, people who are different. They're just set out of community. So this is good news for them. This is a blessing, really. And the next Jesus talks about the the woes and very specifically to those who are rich, those who are satisfied or satiated, those who are full, right? Because they're not hungry, the opposite. Those who are joyful, those who are honored, those who are in the in crowd, the important people or the, you know, the, the beautiful people, right? They had them too, 2000 years ago. So there's this reversal, right? So the people that are hurting now will experience blessing. That's what God's kingdom looks like. And those who are seem to be happy now, we can use that oversimplification, will experience woe. So it's this great sort of Reversal. Some things are flipped upside down, or maybe they're flipped right side up. It depends really on, on which side of, of the coin that you are on. So I think about this and I'm like, well, so so what does this look like? Right? I mean, if, if God it's not really a, a prescription for how things are going to do going to be. Like if you do this, this is how things will be. If you take two aspirin in the morning. Or to take two aspirin now, call me in the morning, and that's how life, you know, would be better. It's not really that. But what Jesus does is describes how God's kingdom works. So that the people who live in this great disparity between one another, like there are very, very poor people people who are hurting, people who are excluded. And the other end, you have people who are very, very wealthy, extravagantly wealthy, we have to consider. And people who are very full, people who are living joyful now, people who are honored now, have what they need. You know, that things are good for them. So for the people who things aren't so good for, it's just big flip upside down, right side up, however you want to look at it. So I I think it 
leaves us with this sense of tension, really this sense of paradox about, I mean, are, are we the ones that are supposed to do something about that? Or is this just, this is just how it is. And I think what it means is that this is how God sees the world. Because of Jesus, those who are experiencing hard times right now, those are the ones that God looks to, that God sees, that God comes and gives them all good things. And the ones who are on the other side, those who are, are experiencing all the good things now, yeah, don't necessarily need God, right? Because they're living off of themselves. They're living off of you know, their own, what we'll call good works for right now. They're rich, they've got food, they're, they're happy, they've got influence and power. But what I think about is that there's this great chasm or divide between the two. And what Jesus does in describing how God's kingdom works is saying that both of y'all or all of y'all are seen by God. You are noticed. And that all of us have a relationship with God. Now hear me out because of Christ, Christ coming into the world, right? God's self finally coming in the person of Jesus Christ, which we'll experience in Christmas in worship. It's this holy inbreaking of God coming to us to change the state of relationships therein so that when we have this sermon on the plane, we hear that it isn't either or, it's both and. That there are multi-layered relationships and dimensions to the way we walk within the world. So now that we have that relationship with God because of Jesus incarnate in the world right here, right now, we have that relationship with God. We have a new relationship with God. We also have a new relationship with the creation and we have a new relationship with others, right? We have, we have a way to look at the world that is new. That isn't this either or, this competitive, this haves and have nots type of situation. It's a both and that we're all here and we're all important and we all need each other. And God is almost saying that if you have that, you are, you're missing out. If you have all the good stuff now, you're missing out. And if you don't have anything now, you're missing out. On, on, on what life can be in this relationship with God. And, and what does that relationship with God look like? Well, it, it's a both and. We need to see each other as, as God sees each other. Not as com people and, and things competing for resources, but 
things that have relationships that can partner, that can be side by side, that can have dimensions that are, are not separate. And I think there's a whole lot of ways that we can live that out, but there's so much stuff out there right now that, you know, even in Jesus' time was kind of keeping everything separate. And, and we've gotten back to that sort of separation that's happening. And we, we see each other as competing sides of the same coin where we feel that there are just finite resources and we need to have our piece of the pie. Well, you know, what, what if we lived in a world where God and God's resources because they all belong to God, right? Were abundant. But they were they were there. And so we lived our lives not in extravagance, but in a way that valued the relationships that we have with God, the creation, and with each other. So that's kind of where we're going this Sunday. And and taking a look at Maybe some ways that, that we can partner with one another in the world. Maybe some ways that we can start to live out in that kingdom of God. Because if it wasn't for Jesus in breaking into the world, we would still be that. And, and we're starting to get back into that, that separation again, rather than seeing one another as, as worthwhile and holy. We're starting to, people have always argued, right? I mean, we, there's always been some sort of disagreement because we're human. That's what we do. But with God and with Jesus, we see the world differently. And so the Sermon on the Plain, I think, pushes us to see that, that Jesus is not necessarily shaking a finger, right, at one group over the other. Rather, what he is doing, he is liberating each and every one of us he has come to say, save and set all people free from the things that weigh them down. Because we're all weighed down in some way, shape, or form. And even though we live in a time of great tension, we need to find and restore that harmonious balance of relationship with all things. So this week and this weekend, may you find that we don't have to battle. We don't have to be competing resources for different things. Is there justice and, and things that need to happen? Yeah, absolutely. We need to be able to progress in such a way, but progress in such a way that honors one another. Regardless of how we see the world, we need to find a way where we can all be liberated from the things that are destroying our lives, destroying our spirits, and taking away one another's dignity. So this weekend, may you find some time and space to be able to restore your relationships your relationships with God, your relationships with 
all the people that you encounter and restore your relationship with yourself and find that God is with you, that God walks with you, that God has is accompanying you along the way, that God is also in a deep, deep relationship with you because of Christ. This new way of seeing the world. So this weekend, as you tend to your relationships, may you also find you are made. Have a great weekend, everybody, and see you soon. Bye now.